ideas, stories, characters, scripts. Please make this. My name is Laura Petro. Uh, I'm hosting this mini-sode. Oh my gosh, that's so loud. Okay, that should be better. Uh, I'll turn it down on post. Sorry, I'm watching my levels go up and up and up. Um, this is Yeah, We Watched It. Fans have been asking, begging, pleading. One showed up on my doorstep today. It was Maggie, one of the fans, and also the other co-host of this mini-sode. Um, we're watching The Maze Runner. Yeah, I showed up at Laura's doorstep banging for baby want cummies, and the cummies in question the is... The cummies are the maze comer. <laughs> maze comer. Thank you. Um, if I'm not working come into a conversation, I feel like legally I'm obligated to die. Yeah, Maggie's middle name is come, actually. Um, and we are also joined by resident of the house, Laura Lipson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick? That's me. Hi, I'm Nick, and I am here uh, off to the side. Yep. Uh, he's also Yahweh watching it today. He did not listen to our season of The Maze Runner. We're holding that against him, and we're holding him hostage and making him at least watch the movie with us. He has seen the movies, though. You've They're, seen the first one? I've seen one of them. Which one? The first one? Great question. Well, I guess we're going to find out. I definitely saw the first one. I don't know if I've seen the sequels. I have never seen any of them, but Dylan O'Brien, if you want to come on my fa- podcast, <laughs> y- you are welcome to at any point in time, anywhere. And, great. And we'll just be asking Maggie's girlfriend if that was okay. Um, <laughs> um, we read the books. You know what? If you want the summary, just listen to that. Just I don't want to that. go into it right now. Exactly. And this is the intro anyway. So we're going to go watch this and we're going to come back and it's going to be great. Might be amazing. Oh, yeah. Can you tell me anything about yourself? Who you are, where you came from? Can you tell me your name? I, uh, I can't remember anything. Damn one, Greeny. Rise and shine. What is this place? Welcome to the lake. Who put us here? We don't know. What's through there? You guys can't just keep me here. I can't let you leave. Why won't you tell me what's out there? That's the maze. Every morning when those doors open, the runners look for a way out. No one has ever survived a night in the maze. What happened, Shadow? Well, we call them grievers. We don't belong here. Somebody built the maze. I think it's time we find out what we're really up against. You're not like the others. You're curious. What the hell is that? This is the first real clue. You found it. Who knows where this might lead us? To go. Thomas. Everything started changing the moment you showed up. What if we were sent here for a reason? The doors aren't closing. They're here. They're gonna keep coming back until they kill us all. We get out now or we die trying. You don't get it. We're already dead. 
sure about this? No. watching The Maze Runner, directed by, I don't know, based off of the novel by James Dashner. Um, and yeah, and yeah, and that was the movie. Now I'm looking up who it was, uh, directed by Wes Ball. Made, made up name. And you'll never believe what Wes Ball directed. The Maze Runner Squirt Trials. The Maze Runner, <laughs> um, the third one. The Death Cure. Oh my god, these were like the only movies he directed. That's weird. Then how did he get this? <laughs> I have literally no who did, idea. Who did he know to get all Just of the, the Maze Runner? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, okay, Nick, as the resident person who knew nothing about the book, thoughts? Uh, movie's very fun. I like all the mystery. Uh, I really want to watch the next movies to find out more of the mysteries. But yeah, action-packed, pretty scary and uh fun hey if you guys want to watch the next movies i'm unemployed and you have a big couch yeah it's comfy stay up i got no job you guys got jobs well i was gonna say we could just watch like a movie at like another time too yeah that's fair as someone who read the books um they made a lot of different changes a lot of different changes can't agree with this one, they didn't get the serum until albie got stung so ben didn't attack Dylan O'Brien's character, Thomas, in the beginning. Well, he did He did attack him, but he didn't... Because Ben gets the serum in yeah, the book, right? Yeah, and that's why he attacks uh, Dylan O'Brien. It's because he, like, knows the backstory, and then he kind of freaks out. Galley had also been stung and went through the changing and gotten the serum, and that's why Galley was such a, a villainous character. But Galley seemed more level-headed in this up until, like, the Grievers destroyed the Glade, so... Yeah, Galley Galley seemed just kind of like a normal guy who was sus, uh, rightfully so. Yeah, of Thomas. Yeah, if I, some newcomer came in and was like, "I have all the answers to the place you've been stuck in for three years," I'd probably be suspicious too. Teresa wasn't in a coma the whole movie, but she didn't say enough lines. To- I mean, Teresa was basically in a coma, given the fact that she didn't have many lines other than Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if someone came up out of the box and said my name immediately, it would be bad news bears. Yikes. They're just calling you out. Yeah, They're calling sus. you out. Yeah. Pretty Nick, sus. who's your favorite character? Um, Chunky. Who is the kid? <laughs> Chuck? Chuck, yeah. <laughs> you called him Chunky. You know, and that, I mean, it, it was close. There was a, a one C missing from his name there. <laughs> Chuck was a little sweetheart. Little yeah, I feel like Chuck, Chuck looked in this movie exactly how I pictured him in the book. I I pictured him redheaded for some reason. That's you know, bias. Now that you say that, <laughs> I'm picturing him redheaded, and I just mm. saw him. But he now is a redhead in my brain memory. I'm uh, swaying the audience votes. Okay, yeah. so there were a lot of changes made to this 
movie. Yes. And I'm trying to figure out which ones worked and which ones didn't. We won't know the big ending change and how that plays out till we watch the second movie. This is true. And the ending, a little bit confusing because Ava Page uh, kind of indicates that they are immune and that they're not supposed to know that because the whole second book... Is, is, hey, we've given you guys this disease and you need to go to the end of the, the trial to get the cure. So, not sure how they're going to I think they're simplifying that. it as like, uh, we're going to keep testing you, our little test rats, go through the next trial because we're forcing you to. I think that's kind of the route they're going. That's fair. I thought that she was indicating that like, but. It, sounded, it sounds like she's indicating that they're immune and that's why they're running the tests. But yeah. I oh, no. did not know that. Seems like a pretty big plot hole. Do you I, think there's a girls' camp in this series? No, not in the. I'm doubting the movies. Man, that's a bummer. But I mean, it could be. I really don't think there is though, because I think I was looking up um, Scorch Trials testings, and I didn't. Or not testings on IMDb Cast. casting, and there wasn't like. And a... I couldn't find like Sonya. Damn. So, gonna be interesting. Well, that guy in the helicopter at the end did say it's all going to change now. Maybe he meant the storyline from the books. Okay. Oh, that could make a lot of sense. Interesting, because that's also a line from the books that he's using as both um, canon and to stray away. Oh. Yeah. Nice. So, that is true. Gives the reader fans something to, to chew on. Yeah. Whilst also letting them know. Well, they're supposed to be in a bus at the end when they get, like, rescued. It's, mm-hmm. it's like they get a bus and then they go to, like, a dorm and they get pizza. So choosing a helicopter was also an interesting choice, in my opinion. Okay, it looks like Aris is in the second one and Sonia is way down. So maybe they do indi- pop up indicate that the girls, there was a girls camp. Interesting. I guess we'll have to watch the second one and find out. Another but... thing they changed was they made the end sequence so much faster because all of the grievers attack the camp instead of just taking one kid a night. Yeah, yeah. It, it really makes it... So they kind of solve the maze pretty quickly when you think about it in this movie. Yeah, because they didn't figure... They didn't have the scene where they're going through all of the old drawings of the maze and trying yeah. to figure out the code. They immediately are pushed into the maze and having to go in because no grievers are just picking people off. Yeah, and there's only like two runners in the movie, I guess. It was just Mino and Ben and then Mino and Thomas, right? It was, but they still had four openings. I don't, I don't know. know. I like it it seemed like it was so simple how fast they found. Oh, also there's no griever hole. There's no. a griever hole. In the book, and that's where the grievers think, come out. I guess that does make sense, like, from a movie standpoint, because uh, I feel like having to do the illusion of a griever hole in a movie would cost a lot of money, and it makes more sense to just have a physical hole that you can go in and out of. Oh, yeah, it makes a lot more sense. But I think from adapting it from the book to the movie, like, I'm fine. They, they did a good job with yeah. the griever hole, but the fact that they were aware of the cliff in the book for so long, and then they figured out, oh, that's where they're coming from. Made, like, a lot more sense. It seems like they scu- they stumbled on Section 7. Yeah. And then they figured all out of Section 7 out so fast. Yeah. Didn't Vino say that he, like, had it solved for a while? Did he? Well, he said he knew, like, the whole map layout. And he knew the sequence already. Yeah. So it's yeah. just he didn't know that one, like, door opened because he didn't have a 
what battery or whatever that thing is called. Oh, is that like a griever arm? I thought oh. I I thought it was implying that Mino knew there wasn't a technical way out because the maze repeats itself. Yeah. Um, I don't think Mino knew that there was an entryway because that place, that thing didn't open up until. Yeah, that's what I mean. So he had everything else sorted out. Yeah. Which like seems like it's sped up compared to the book. From somebody who hasn't read the book, this is actually really interesting because I feel like we're a little bit biased because we had expectations. Was there anything confusing to you Mm. as a, as a, as a non-book have redder? Uh, No. Oh, because it's really? interesting because I feel like we almost get more confused because we have so many expectations and backstory. Yeah. See, I'm not I'm not confused. I'm curious. There's so much I don't know. Okay. So I feel like that's where y'all know more things that are trying to connect dots. That makes My sense. dots just go into nowhere. That's so fair. So my dots are floating around and just waiting for the next movie. There yeah. is a little griever hole. I was wondering, I was wondering if the movie laid out the questions and answers itself or if it left more answer or questions mm. for someone who hadn't read the books. Yeah. I feel like the main burning questions of like, okay, why are they there? What's going on? What yeah. are the grievers? Like those yeah. that's all been answered. And okay. now it's just the the next steps. More swearing in this too. They said hell and shit. That didn't happen in the book. They didn't have slinhead or shuck face. They said shuck at one point. They did, but they didn't have their own swear words. They said clunk once too. They said clunk once. They couldn't commit to the bit. They were like, "This is so cringe already in the books. We're just gonna <laughs> not come up with our own names." Oh, that's so funny. Um, I liked how they took on the grievers, though. I will yeah. say. They were scary enough. They were not how I pictured them, but I think that they condensed the scenes a lot better in terms of when Mino, Thomas, and Albie are stuck outside the first yeah. night. That scene, in that scene, the Griever in the book, they run them off the cliff by dodging them, mm-hmm. and in the movie, they crush, crush them. them in the wall. Yeah. I liked that a lot more. I think that, that that visually made a lot of sense, too, again, for a movie, like to, to have Thomas run one into a closing or changing wall. Yeah. Smart. That's well, really smart. If they just had it fall off a cliff, how would they get the arm battery thing transmitted? That didn't happen in the book. So how did they get into the new doorway in the book? Because in the book, it's an invisible hole that the grievers go in and out of. And they just like, watch grievers go in. They just jump off a cliff and go into a hole. Yeah. Uh, right. Honestly, saying it out loud, that feels like the worst explanation. Yeah, I was I curious like to see. I was curious to see the cliff and how they just kind of visualize the void. I imagine just like an endless sea of black. And yeah. Stars and then one hole you have to get into. Yeah. But honestly, I have no fucking idea how it would translate. Yeah, I always pictured like a like a like almost like a gray vastness in their cliff. Yeah. Um, and I also always pictured like the 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 grievers like kind of mooing like as they like screamed into the hole, like That would be pretty funny. That would be pretty Uh, I will say I loved their interpretation of grievers. Kind of wish they were blubberier because that's something that's so vivid in the books. Yeah, I imagine them as having a big external... Um, Blubber sphere? Yeah, like a big shell, but yeah. you could kind of see in the shell, and you could see all their little yellow pus. Yeah, yellow um, pus. Like, I, I viewed them as translucent, mm-hmm. and they weren't. Honestly, in a strange, fucked-up way, I kind of thought they had cute faces. Aww. Like, I imagine their teeth to be bigger and, like, no eyes, like, no characteristics that you could be like, 
Aw, but I kind of had some awe moments with the Griever. Wow, how Mikey found love with the Griever. <laughs> yeah, they look like banana slugs, but less cute. So uh, yeah. I'm not sure how you got there, but you do you. I don't. I hey, was we're supportive like, in this household. I think they looked like fun little things to ride, and maybe they could cuddle later. But I think they moved too fast. We need to figure out yeah. how to domesticate them. Just domesticate a griever. Me walking that thing down the street as it's like careening <laughs> up the sides of buildings, and I'm like, Terrence, get down from there. <laughs> Terrence, stop climbing the neighbor's house. Honestly, I believe in you. You can do it. I think that we should domesticate the Gravers and then also train them to only swallow Pomeranians whole on site. Wow. Um, I don't like Pomeranians. I don't know how it got to this, but it's important. Um, I also, they they showed Ava Page, which yeah, is different Yeah, that's a different choice. I was um, okay with that. Is that the doctor lady? Yeah, that was the doctor lady. Gally's death is also a little point of contention because oh in the God, in the yeah. books he's killed by the uh, the saviors as part of the the ploy. Um, that that this is all like this whole like you know killing of wicked is a is a ruse, but in this one he was killed by Nino Spear, which was interesting. Yeah, lots of spears in this book. He that was movie. speared by Mino. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty confused how that is going to be an illusion, because in the books, in Death Cure, he comes back because yeah. he wasn't actually killed. We're going to talk about it when well, we get there. Well, he didn't die at the end there, I guess, picking up what y'all are putting down. So it's yeah. like, maybe they, you know, save him from, you know, the... The, the spear. The oh, spear, maybe. and also being stuck, being being pinched, being... yeah. Oh, stung? Stung. <laughs> I get where you're I don't going. think he technically got stung, did oh, he? Oh, he was he was getting all the purpley veins, oh. and it looked like he was stung on his neck. Oh, I, oh. I didn't catch that. I missed that. Wow. Nick, attention to detail. That's why he's okay. here. Okay, so Gally does end up getting stung in the end. I thought oh. it was interesting for them to not have serums until three years. God, that yeah. would suck. You don't also, have anything to combat it. Um, wicked in the book is spelled like the actual work word wicked, W-I-C-K-E-D. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, they took the liberty of getting rid of all of the vowels. Yeah. They got rid of all of the vowels and they also did not have the beetles that surveil them. Yeah, the beetle blades. So I wonder, because like I'm trying to think in the book, it's wicked stands for world in catastrophe kill zone experiment department. Yeah. So I guess does Jesus. it just sound stand for like world catastrophe kill zone department? And that's what I think she said. Yeah. Oh, they oh. Did, wow, they really just condensed. That and what is came out like 2012, 2011, and vowels were not in. You're right. We're not in. Too hard to type on Tumblr. I think that they kept enough of the books in. That's true. This felt very true to the books. It's just like the the book dragged things out so much because it's a, a fucking book. And, yeah. this, and this really had to speed things up to fit into a two-hour movie. And it did a really good job. I wish we would have gotten a little bit more of Mino's angry personality. But maybe we'll get it in the second one. Also, no telepathy in this book. I'm sorry, movie. <gasps> oh my god, no telepathy. Telepathy was such a big part of the book. Really? Thomas and Teresa are supposed to speak in their mind. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Were they twins? No. No, it's like something that Wicked put in their brains. Yeah. Hot. That is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. There's probably not a good way to have introduced it to the movie yeah. that they wrote. Like, I think if they had introduced it when Teresa showed up, I'd been like, what? It yeah. is also kind of a useless 
tool. It, it doesn't really move the plot around. It's not really necessary at all. They did they did have the conversation, Thomas and Teresa, in front of Mino New and Chuck about how they did that to all the gladers, that they, uh-huh. like, started the maze. And I kind of liked that because it condensed a lot of the he said, she said. Like, it gets back yeah. to them pretty fast. I still wish Albie didn't die. That was both a thing that happened in the book and the movie that I didn't enjoy. Because I liked Albie as a character. Yeah. I did, too. Seems like that actor's got a pretty thriving career, though. I looked him up, and he's got his IMDb's okay. popping. From the glade to riches, as they say. <laughs> From the glade to riches, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so in conclusion, I thought this was a pretty good adaptation. I thought this was a pretty good adaptation. The maze was really scary, like a lot more like uh, vivid than in the books. Like in the books, it's very much just like walls, but they had like, you know, it was like a platform, like 3D video game. They had like little, little coves that under carriages, over carriages. Oh yeah, they were flipping and shit. They were flipping and shit. They were, it was Parkour City up in there. I viewed it as very nicer, like a very bright, <laughs> bright place um, with like vines on it and then like prettier walls. But no, it was pretty, it was pretty ragged. It was steampunk, yeah. It was, it was steampunk. It was! You're not wrong. <laughs> Um, I, I liked this book to movie adaptation at times. I think they had to get rid of a lot. I was okay that they dropped the telekinesis plot. Yeah, thank God. Honestly, thank God they got rid of that. That was fine. Um, and not as good as Hunger Games, not as bad as Ready Player One in terms Honestly, of adaptations. Okay, first Hunger Games movie was not that great of an adaptation. Oh, no, we, yeah, I guess we I did rewatch that. Yeah, yeah, that. we tore that to shreds. So this, honestly, starting off pretty strong for a book-to-movie adaptation franchise. Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe better than The Hunger Games, because they got the casting down pretty well, too. Yeah. I don't know. Mino could have been a little more hot, um, hot and yeah. rugged. He, you're he, right. He this, felt... Mino felt like a, is me almost being 30. He could have been more. <laughs> I feel like with his energy, though, like his energy felt very much like a, a like ner- like cool nerd. And oh, like yeah. that's not not my, not not my you know. <laughs> Listen, I loved his anger issues. Yeah, there's one thing I love in men is their anger issues. And maybe Mino will get angrier. Let's hope. Let's hope. Here's hoping. Honestly, also Newt should have had a bigger role too. It felt like he was hardly there. Yeah. I liked them both. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't have Who's your favorite eyes. character besides Chuck? Uh, apart from Chunky, um, I think <laughs> Mino. Mino or Elf Boy? Newt. Oh, yeah. Newt's yeah. in Game of Thrones. That makes sense. Newt oh, is really he is. Yeah. I just thought he looked like an elf. Well, he's also in Game of Thrones. Not in, as an elf, because that's not. Um, there aren't elves. Yeah. There aren't eight. There aren't elves. There aren't elves. Um, but no, I think that's pretty on par because I feel like we would say Mino and Newt are probably our favorite characters too. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Mino and I thought he was very cute and rugged, so. Yeah. I'm just saying like he, he. Didn't sound, he didn't, wasn't as angry there as There was y'all. just, there was just mm-hmm. a little bit missing from him. He's too meek in times in the movie. Mino? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will say, I mean, when you got a lot of boys back in town, you kind of yeah, miss out on fleshing out on their personalities. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did as much as they could in the two-hour timeline. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um. I, well, Thomas is Dylan O'Brien, so I'm always going to be like, Thomas is top of the top of the, he's the tenderest meat, which the is, juiciest slice. Which is interesting, because we hated Thomas by the end of the trilogy, so maybe we'll like him more. I That'll be Dylan a test. O'Brien, you know? You got a, Mama Mia, that's a spicy boy. <laughs> uh, but, 
<laughs> yeah. Maggie, stop drooling. Not for my microphone. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Albie was pretty hot, too. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, he's not hot, but he's got crazy eyebrows, and I'm into it. And good actors, we mentioned good earlier. Good actors. Because he has played a real good dorky nerd before, and to see him Gally's be like, kind of tough great was actor, like, yeah. I was like, damn. And he's not been in that much. No. Which is pretty interesting. Hasn't. It's like been those two, and then uh, one other thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. But whatever. This episode isn't about him. It could be. It could be. It could be. Well, anybody else have closing thoughts? Um, no. Anything else you need to say? Does Dylan O'Brien, if Dylan O'Brien, if you need my number, you can email me at gatesmeggie at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, please email Maggie for their phone number. Yeah, and that's about it. Okay, um, Nick, closing thoughts. I liked it. I watched more. Do you want to give Dylan O'Brien your email too to get your phone number? No, no, but I would hang out with uh, Vino, Elf Boy, and Chunky. Nice. Okay. Well, um, th- then that's it. We did it. We watched the first movie and we should do this again. Maybe we'll bring Anna to the second one so that oh. way we can get her opinions as someone thrust into the middle of a series. We can try. Girlfriend gets very scared to do a podcast because she considers it performing. This is She's a- that shy. Wow. She's going to have to suck it up for our John Green. What if we, yeah, we'll get her really drunk. Okay, that's great. Perfect. And I'll, I'll just press record and I'll like put a blanket over my <laughs> recording and she won't even know. I think, yeah. I think okay, listeners, we've hatched a plan. We've watched the first Mages Runner. The in-conclusion is that we had a good time. Yeah, I had a pretty fun time. Yeah. And we ate really good pizza. Oh, we had some good Costco pizza, which begs the question that we should bring Maggie to Costco sometime because we have a Costco membership. Um, And we'll do, do all it. of those things and more on our next Yeah, We Watched It. Uh, and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Hasta la vista. Cheers. <laughs>